Hi everyone and welcome back to my podcast Talk It Out, raising awareness for mental health and helping to stamp out the stigma. Today I'm joined by an ex-pageant queen. Would you like to introduce yourself to everyone please? Hello, thank you for having me back. My name is Rachel Stevens. As you mentioned, I'm a previous um, pageant queen and also a new mum. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) So today's episode is going to dive a bit into antenatal mental health. So would you like to tell us a bit about your mental health journey? Yeah, definitely. So as I mentioned, thanks for having me back. I have been on this series before talking about my kind of previous mental health concerns, but over the last probably about five years now, um, I've been through kind of a journey of recovery. I've been in such a great place, um, thanks to you know therapy, medication, support, and things like that. Um, up until <laughs> I became uh, pregnant about this time last year, um, and when I was kind of going through the kind of introduction of that with our midwife I was told I was probably predisposed to mental health concerns relating to pregnancy and I know there's still kind of a stigma and taboo around it but I had heard of things like postnatal depression and postnatal psychosis but I didn't necessarily realize the mental health impact that there would be during the actual pregnancy itself Um, so when I was about probably eight to ten weeks pregnant I started to feel a lot of grief that I thought that I'd kind of previously dealt with um and then it kind of developed into I was just sad all the time really down crying um and again I just thought well this must be those pregnancy hormones that I thought thought that I'd heard of before um but they were just very kind of persistent and it was it felt like when I first developed kind of depression probably over a decade ago now um and then my lovely rescue dog passed away so I was dealing with kind of more grief from that then I started to experience more kind of physical pregnancy symptoms which in itself was impacting my mental health um and then I started to notice these kind of old patterns creeping in um that again I'd gone through therapy and everything to deal with but they were creeping back in um with the way that I would kind of think and feel about myself. I was starting to get kind of dark thoughts again. Ultimately, I just, I didn't want to be pregnant anymore. Um, but thankfully, I was able to kind of separate the, the horrible pregnancy that I was going through from the actual baby. Um, but through, my, I had a really supportive midwife to begin with, uh, which was fantastic. And they referred me to the perinatal mental health services. Um, so I had a specialist mental health midwife come to visit me. She went through kind of absolutely everything with me, which is exactly what I needed. Um, I had weekly support calls from that team. I had psychiatrist appointments and a mental health plan for the birth itself. And honestly, I don't know what I would have done without that mental health plan, which I didn't even know was a thing. Um, But all of the midwives kind of when I went through the actual birth itself, all the midwives were aware of this plan. Um, And after I gave birth, instead of going into the the general ward for recovery, um, I had a separate room um on the ward and my husband was able to stay with me in that room kind of 24 7 not just at visiting hours um as it so happens our baby was quite unwell to begin with um we were in hospital for about a week after she was born um so again i don't know what i would have done if Carmen would have had to have gone home every night at nine o'clock 
um, because we had to feed every like two hours during the night. She had so many tests. She was she had sepsis. It was just it was very stressful time. Um, so it's having his support was absolutely vital. I also again had a mental health midwife come visit me during that week. Um, since then, I've had continued support calls from the perinatal mental health team, again, psychiatrist support. Um, and this perinatal mental health services team, that support is there for a whole year um, after baby is born, which again is almost kind of two years of support, which is fantastic. Um, and I suppose since um, our little baby Daisy has been born, we've been dealing with a lot of different things. A lot of different things have been going on. She's still quite unwell. But thankfully, I am much better in my mental health. Um, and it's weird because last time I went through all of this, it took a lot, a lot, a lot of hard work um, and getting the right amount of kind of therapy, medication, support and all that, where it almost seems that giving birth has made me feel a lot better. Um, I thought I would get kind of postnatal depression. I know people who've had it, which is, it, it sounds horrible, um, but I'm so lucky I haven't had to deal with that. Um, I'm only three months in, but I've already been discharged just today, actually, um, oh. from the perinatal mental health team. Um, and whereas I probably thought to begin with that the mental health concerns I'd experience would be after the baby is born um things like personal depression struggling to bond with the baby etc but for me it was the complete other way around um and as horrible as it was I suppose I'm so thankful to be out of the other end again now that's amazing it's really interesting actually to hear about like the mental health side of things through pregnancy because obviously that's something mm. I've not had anything to do with and it's quite interesting to see that there actually is that support there yeah, absolutely. And again, when I've had my mental health concerns previously, w without being pregnant, I find it really hard to access services. Um, and yeah. that's just because of the, the strain on the services. Whereas being pregnant, I kind of jumped to the front of the queue, which I felt absolutely terrible about being someone who has waited on a wait list for two years before. I was able to jump to kind of the front of the queue because of the impact that it would have on me and ultimately my child. Um so yeah, it's there's a, a lot of services that I did not knew know existed until I needed them. Is there any like specific thing that you did through your pregnancy to kind of try and help with like your emotions? I would love to say yes. Um, the thing that has helped me a lot previously, especially with grief, has always been kind of exercise um, and in recent years running. Um, but because of the physical symptoms that I was having from pregnancy, I, I had absolutely terrible hip pain, making it really difficult for me to walk on most days. So I wasn't able to do that. Um, so it was just a massive slog. Um, it was just knowing that, that the end was in sight. Yeah. Um, and having a support network around me as well. Um, I think back now, and I must have been such a moaner. Um, I was was rarely in a good mood. Um, but I'm so grateful for the people that stuck by me um, and were able to just listen to me rant on without trying to, without trying to sugarcoat everything. Because I was going through a really tough time, um, and just acknowledging that it was a tough time was really helpful. It was all worth it, though. Hey, you got a beautiful baby girl. <laughs> yeah 
So if someone's listening to this podcast right now, maybe they're a new mum or maybe they're pregnant right now or just found out they're pregnant, what mental Mm -hmm. health advice would you give to them? I would say definitely speak to those around you. If you've got a partner, speak to them or close family, friends, speak to them about how you're feeling, um, particularly your midwife. Um, So I actually work in child safeguarding and I know sometimes people might think I don't want to mention anything because people might think I'm a bad mom um but honesty is always the best policy and as long as you are kind of engaging with services and you are kind of honest and you're you're wanting to get support and you're working through it that's the best thing for you for your family um for everybody so don't be afraid to reach out it does not look bad it looks better um that you're wanting to kind of better yourself um and as I said if you're pregnant, you won't be pregnant forever. Trust me, it is horrible sometimes. Um, but yeah, fortunately or unfortunately, nothing lasts forever. Definitely. So, yeah, 100%. that's my advice. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. It's actually been really interesting and almost like an insight for me and probably a lot of other people listen who hasn't dealt with pregnancy, doesn't really know like anyone near me that's had like a baby. Obviously, maybe family members, but it's not like intimate if you get mm-hmm. what I mean. So to hear that there is actually mental health support out there for pregnant women is actually it's almost really good in a good way. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, yeah, it's not something that I've ever I, I really knew about. And I thought I knew a lot about our kind of mental health services from kind of personal and professional experiences. Um, but again, having that if you're speaking to your midwife about it speak to them about a mental health plan um or it might be kind of the perimental mental perinatal mental health team that you have to speak to about that um but definitely speak to someone about it because they talk you through what is best for you um so obviously it's not a one size fit, fits all um but for me having my partner's support was was vital and like i said we, we did not realize on day one that we were going to have to stay there for a whole week yeah but with all the stress of having a new baby because I know um people have said that you know you get your new baby and then you just kind of sent home and then it's walking through the front door you're like oh my goodness we've got this new life what do we do with it and that's a massive stress within itself um and I wasn't in hospital because of my mental health for that week it was because of issues with the baby but being in hospital, we had uh, like midwife support round the clock. We could ring that bell if ever we had any questions or we were struggling to feed or anything like that. So we learn so much. Um, but I can definitely appreciate not having that support there and being at home alone, partner's gone back to work or you're living by yourself. And yeah, the amount of things that go through your mind or questions that you have, and googling is probably the best and worst thing <laughs> that you Dr. can do Google. sometimes yeah so having that support is absolutely vital whether it's kind of friends family relationships or just speaking to someone online um whether like a helpline whether it is the midwife team who are again always there they give you the, those numbers for when you leave um if you have any questions which i have had to delve into um myself because I've never never experienced this before and everybody appreciates that. Um, I feel like the, the midwife team, they see it day in, day out. So they may not be phased by your question, um, but it's still a big question for you to have if that's something anyone ever experiences. 
Definitely. I feel like you need to almost overcome that barrier of being scared to reach out and think, actually, mm. I'm dealing with this new life. Let's reach out and ask for support. Absolutely. It can be the, the hardest thing to do. And I've definitely been there myself um, thinking, you know, what might people think of me? But that's why those services are there is because there are so many people in these situations. Um, if you were alone, the, the service wouldn't be there. A hundred percent. So thank you so much again for coming on, coming re really back on and <laughs> sharing your story about your baby girl. Um, so just to finish this off, would you like to leave one of your social media platforms in case maybe someone's going through a similar situation or they just want to follow your journey? Yeah, definitely. Um, so you could probably find me on Instagram most often. Uh, my username is Rachie That's Rachie E-Y-S-T-E. Um, and I'm always the person, I never say, uh, message me, I'm, my inbox is always open because I do sleep, <laughs> I do eat, but I will get back to you if I can because I know, I know how tough this journey can be. Thank you so much again, Rachel. I really appreciate it and I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you so much. And like I said, thank you so much for having me back again on this amazing series.